0: What's going on, everybody? Welcome into Anti Up Howard veteran Adam Ronis, and we are here, with Fantasy Alarm, via the Saunas Podcast Network. Uh, the Super Bowl, Adam, officially in the rearview mirror. Um, if you were, uh, if you were the uh, the Caesar of Rome of ancient Rome, uh, live or die, thumbs up, thumbs down.
1: Your immediate take on Super Bowl Fifty Five. Oh, it was definitely a thumbs down. I mean, it just was not a game that I don't think anyone was expecting. Even if you thought Tampa would win this game, there's no way you thought the final would be 31 to 9. And the Chiefs didn't score a touchdown. I mean, think about that. My friend was asking me, he's like, what were the odds on that? He's like, it had to be 60 to 1. Someone on Twitter replied to me 16 to 1. It was so funny. I tweeted out. What were the odds of the Chiefs not scoring a touch on this game? I swear, three minutes later, my friend texted me the same thing. I'm like, dude, I just tweeted that out. He's like, no, for real. And I sent him a screenshot. He's like, damn. So someone replied to me 16 to one, which I found hard to believe. Thought it would be much worse, but it was just mind-boggling. And yeah, so it was a bad Super Bowl. Uh, it was not competitive. You know, you for a while, I kept looking at the Chiefs live money line because that has been kind to us over the years when they trail. But you you know, watching a game and you get a feel for something, and I was like, they might be in trouble, man. I don't know if they're going to dig out of this because Mahomes is under constant duress. And that was the one thing I said. I did pick the Chiefs to win this game, full disclosure. But I said the one thing that I did have concern about was clearly the offensive line. I thought maybe with two weeks and adjustments that the Chiefs would be able to maybe overcome it, but they clearly weren't. They didn't do anything to... Uh-huh. To to help, I mean they they kept five in most of the time. I think I saw ninety two percent of the time they had five guys in, and you saw they were playing two safeties deep. They were double teaming Tyreek Hill, and they didn't make any adjustments. to Throw short passes. We even talked about it, saying maybe they'll throw some more screens this week to offset the offensive line. They didn't do that, so it was just it was mind boggling. Yeah, it was a terrible game. Obviously, you watched to the end, uh, but I never I kept looking at the Chiefs money live money line and they never give you good odds cuz it's the Chiefs. They expect them to come back. I think I saw at one point it was plus 300 in the third quarter, but I was just like I don't think it's going to happen today. But it was still stunning to see them not score a touchdown. Absolutely stunning.
0: Yeah, it was um it was incredible. It really was. I was I was blown away. Um I you know, it was a disappointing obvious disappointment for for me as well. I mean, on multiple levels, you know. Listen, I can You know, I could say how much I respect Tom Brady and generational talent and what he's done is just, I mean, it's unmatched and seven Super Bowls and this and that. I still hate him. I still, you know, I'm not going to root for him. I'm not going to, you know, because that's just, that's the jet fan in me. You know, I can respect what he did. But so, so that aspect really kind of, you know, helped disappoint me there. Uh, The Chiefs just, yeah. Uh, You know, and and, and Tony Romo was saying it the entire broadcast. He was like, ah, I don't know if they're going to be able to, you know bounce back from this they 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 look different this looks different this looks different from the chiefs any other time that they've fallen behind and and it really did they never they never got it together and that was uh, i mean just just a colossal cave in disappointment and you know i mean listen offensive line yeah that was a problem but you're right they did have 2 weeks to prepare for that you know i mean i i heard a take today Um, talking about the fact that, you know, you can say the offensive line all you want. The bottom line was is that Andy Reid wasn't prepared. Andy Reid, his mind was elsewhere. Uh, Obviously, his son with the accident, the drunk driving, and, you know, everything that goes along with that, you know, five-year-old kid, uh, you know, with life-threatening injuries. So, you know, okay, fine. Andy Reid, his mind isn't present there, but... I mean, should that have like really should that have taken down the Chiefs? Like, where you know what if 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 Reed was down and and whatnot, uh, where what was Eric Bieniemy doing? Right, like everybody's pissing him on that Eric Bieniemy doesn't have a, a head coaching job. But I mean, where where were his offensive adjustments? I know that Andy Reed, you know, is a control freak and he you know usually dominates all of that, but. You know, I mean it's the freaking Super Bowl for crying out loud. If Eric Bieniemy uh you know is going to be worth his salt as a head coach ever, like you got to have the balls to go to to Andy Reid and be like this isn't working, dude. We've got to change it up right now.
1: Yeah, I mean as far as in game that probably should have happened. I mean it's tough to know if this did affect them. We probably won't find out until down the road, but they definitely looked flat. They definitely looked like it was a different team. Maybe it was just Tampa Bay was the better team, uh, defensively, they just perfect matchup. Uh, Tampa Bay had some injuries on the defensive line throughout the season. Uh, and they had everyone in this game. So maybe that was a factor. I mean, look, you see your head coach and know what he's dealing with. Uh, it could have had effect on him. You know, yeah. if they see their set, head coach down and, you know, they respect him so much, um, it could have affected them mentally. I mean, it's again, it's tough to know. They're not going to come out and say it after the game. Obviously, um, it's, it would be disrespectful to Tampa Bay. Um, you you got to give credit to Tampa Bay. They certainly looked like the superior team. Uh, they came out ready to play. They just dominated. I mean, there was questions about the penalties early, and I thought they were really questionable penalties. But the bottom line is, they meant shit. I mean, you can't you can't use the penalties as an excuse because they got their ass kicked. They didn't even score a touchdown. So. <laughs> I I can't use the penalties as an excuse. Uh, They certainly felt like they were going against the, the chiefs for sure, but it's tough to know. I mean, if it really affected them mentally or not, Uh, it seemed like it uh, based on them coming out flat. See, I didn't think that at first because we've seen the chiefs do this all the time. They did it last year. They did it this year. So I didn't think so, but the difference was they could never get going and, Patrick Mahomes was just on the duress. I mean, they said he got pressured 29 times, which is the most in Super Bowl history. So uh, it was just clearly lost in the trenches on both sides. And, you know, again, maybe it did have a factor uh, with with Andy Reid, what he went through with his son in that car accident this weekend. Uh, You know, you can't blame the guy. It had to weigh heavily on his mind.
0: Yeah. Oh, no, I'm definitely not. I mean, I just heard somebody saying that that was like the main cause. I'm like, you can't say that that's the main cause of it. Like, yeah, I get it. I, I, I get the fact that, you know, it's, it's a, a big deal and, and obviously weighing on his mind and probably on the, uh, the team as well. But, you know, I mean, it, you know, I, I don't know, man. I mean, I just, I've always been of the the mindset that, you know, you, you, you leave that shit behind you when you're playing your game, when you're on the field, you're on the field and you and you're, and, you know, you're, you know, you're, you're working at the task at hand. And you're right, man. I mean, Todd Bowles had a scheme that just wiped him out. You know what else though? We did see Patrick Mahomes limping around a little bit here. And then, you know, it was like late in the pregame. And then even early in the game, it got a mention that he's having surgery to fix what's going on with his toe. Like, uh, you know, where the, where were the beat writers on that one? I had, I had Blair Kirkhoff from the Kansas city star on the fantasy alarm show. Right. And Jim asked specifically about injuries. Did he, did he say anything about the fact that Mahomes was likely to need surgery on his toe after the season? No, like that. I'm not saying that that would have like had me bet in Tampa Bay, but you know I would have been less bullish about the over. I probably would have been less bullish on on certain props also that uh, that didn't come through. So man, I tell you, man, there was there, so to me there was just there was a lot of disappointment. Obviously, if you're a, if you're a Bucks fan and you're a a Brady fan, well. I mean, you know, you just go go in the corner and inappropriately touch yourself for an hour,
1: you know. (laughs) Well, I did hear Mahomes talk about it after the game, and he said that he wasn't sure if he needed surgery. They were going to talk about it and then figure out if he needed it. And he said he's, you know, he he's not using a. He said he played with it against Buffalo. So, and he was fine early on. He was running. I mean, he picked up uh, rushing yards early on. I mean, he was running for his life. So. I, I'm not going to use that as an excuse either.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's just you know what? It was it was the perfect storm. There was a lot of stuff going wrong for the Chiefs, a lot of stuff going right for 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 the Bucs. I mean, come on to 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 not run a bunch of blitzes yet. Shaq Barrett and JPP were were all up in in Mahomes's face you know, they, I think they calculated that Mahomes rushed for like 480 some odd yards
1: Yeah, insane uh, in,
0: in the game during all of his like rollouts and everything like that. Uh, I just, yeah. So I will, I will credit the Bucks a hundred percent. I credit Bruce Arians, Todd Bowles. The defense was phenomenal. Um, you know Devin White played an insane game Shaq Barrett played a great game it was just it was really really uh all around great for for Tampa Bay um obviously Tom Brady but the Jets fan in me, Adam I I just I, I won't leave it at that I'll say fuck Tom Brady <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean to, but I gotta, I gotta, I just, I can't, I can't love on it. And I'll tell you what else. You don't man. have
1: to love them, but you got to respect them.
0: I do a hundred percent respect them with the, the he, legit greatest of all time. I hate using that acronym. I'm not, you know, I'm not into that, but you know, it's like when you look at players who won championships and really just, you know, like elevated the play of people around them to the point where, you can win all these championships to be you know to glean the knowledge that you glean from from Bill Belichick to go down to Tampa Bay to get the help get the right parts to recruit the way you did i mean listen like Wayne Gretzky in hockey LeBron James in basketball Tom Brady in football like i i want to kill myself just saying those words but i i can't deny that
1: yeah i mean you just can't. And it's amazing that he went down there and won a Super Bowl with this team. Lack of an offseason. Going to a completely different team. You know, adding a lot of different pieces. Bringing in Fournette, Antonio Brown coming out of retirement. I mean, obviously had the synergy with him. So, But still, just uh, for everything like this to come together. And then, I mean, think about this. Mike Evans and Chris Goblin combined for three catches for 40 yards. And they won this game easily. I mean, it's just crazy the way it just broke for them.
0: really was. It really was. Yeah, by the way, that, that crushed my soul on the uh, anytime touchdown for, for Mike Evans. That prop sucked.
1: A lot of props sucked, bro. If you, I mean, if you took anything on the Tampa receivers, they all lost outside of Gronk. And I had Gronk over two and a half. Receptions over 29 and a half yards. I wish I would have put down him scoring a touchdown, didn't do that. Um, for I had the over three and a half receptions, he got four, but pretty much uh, everything else. I mean, Kelsey went over his, Tyreek didn't, right? Uh, I had Watkins, he only had one catch, uh, so that sucked. Uh, I mean, <laughs> Dude, yeah.
0: everything like it's so funny. I was like My talking homes. to all these people about like DFS because of the showdown slate, and I was like, okay, listen. The people who went all in on the Bucks, those are the people who won. Like that, that's just that's it. But you know, I still with Tyreek and Mahomes, uh, and or you know, or or Kelsey and Mahomes, uh, and Sammy Watkins. These guys in my lineup, I still cashed. I still cashed because I told people I was like, listen, you're never gonna win this thing using. Mahomes, Tyreek Hill, or or not Ty- Travis Kelsey, Mahomes, uh, or possibly even Tyreek um, at, at your captain spot. Like you're not, it's just not going to work for you. You're not going to win anything like that because everybody's using it. And and so I had Leonard Fournette in my captain seat, right? And uh, and I had Gronk in there as well. I even said it in the write up that it wouldn't be the weirdest thing in the world to see to, for Rob Gronkowski to find the end zone more than once. right? So, so those guys saved the lineups for me there, but I mean, yeah, it's any prop that you had. If you thought Kansas city was going to win, if you thought Kansas city was going to keep this game competitive, uh, if you went over on a bunch of KC props, you definitely got screwed. Definitely.
1: Yeah. I mean, Mahomes didn't even throw a touchdown. I mean, it was two and a half for him. What are
0: the odds?
1: Dude, 16 to one. Well, well, for Kent, I I still think that doesn't seem right. So I don't know. I thought it would be even higher. But yeah, I mean, all those props pretty much any Chiefs prop. I guess Kelsey's the only one, right? He went over his receptions, over his yards. That might be it. I mean, CH, I guess, went over his rushing yards. Mahomes went over his rushing yards. Went
0: over his seven and a half points.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm not looking at kickers, but uh, yeah, I mean, Tyreek, <laughs> I mean, pretty much it was uh, across the board, man. Um, And then it hurt Tampa side, too. If you had Goblin, you had Evans, even Antonio Brown was under. I, last second, I played his over 40 and a half yards. He only had 22. Uh, It was yeah, it was pretty bad for props. And, you know, in this game, most people took the over uh, because of the Chiefs offense figured, all right, the Bucs are going to put up points and the game total was high. So, I'm sure the books cleaned up on props. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. I'm
0: definitely sure that they cleaned up on props. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. I mean, enough money came in on all these Kansas City guys. Um, it's crazy. It's crazy. I want to continue the conversation in a sec, but uh, before I do that, um, as always, I'd like to give a shout out to our sponsor, uh, Monkey Knife Fight, where pff, Steve Pimental of fantasyalarm.com. Uh, Helped you guys crush your Monkey Knife Fight props for the Super Bowl also. I saw him uh, winning some ducats. So great stuff there. Monkey Knife Fight, the DFS site you should be playing on. Here's why. Do you like to play daily fantasy sports? Then you need to check out MonkeyKnifeFight.com. MonkeyKnifeFight.com is the fastest growing daily fantasy site in the world because MonkeyKnifeFight.com is different than the other daily fantasy sites. That's because on MonkeyKnifeFight.com, there are no salary caps, and you don't have to play against sharks, which means anyone has a chance at winning, even you, Adam, even you. Uh, MonkeyKnifeFight.com has tons of fun daily contests in all the sports you love, baseball, basketball, hockey, golf, UFC, NASCAR, WNBA, and eSports, too. MonkeyNightFight has it all. You know what else MonkeyKnifeFight.com has? How about a free $5 game for you for just for signing up? And if you use the promo code ANTEUP, one word, A-N-T-E-U-P, you will have your first deposit matched instantly up to 50 bucks. With a name like MonkeyKnifeFight.com, you can be pretty certain you know what you're going to be getting when you sign up to play. Monkeys and knives and fights and sports. Sign up and play today at MonkeyKnifeFight.com. Play play MKFing win. State and age restrictions apply. See site for full terms and restrictions. So that's how we uh pay the bills. <laughs> All right, Adam. So moving moving on from the Super Bowl, uh, let's talk about these teams. A Tom Brady still wants to play. Says he wants. You know the Tampa Bay says we're still in on Tom, on Tom Brady. We're excited about this. Um. So Tampa Bay moving forward. They even said that they were looking at Leonard Fournette again, which I find incredibly odd considering, uh, you know, Ronald Jones is still a very capable guy. But what's your, uh, what's your, your kind
1: of your, your guesstimate as far as what these Bucks look like next season? Uh, they could look pretty similar. I mean, I know Gronkowski said he's coming back. They want to re-sign Godwin. I don't know if Brown will be back. Probably don't need him. So maybe he doesn't come back. But you probably will see a lot of this team look the same. Uh, from my initial guess, I'm looking at this team. Uh, maybe Brown's not back. But I don't know if they'll pay Fournette either. I mean, I don't know if they need to. I'll say that now. But we'll see what happens when he comes up. But uh, they actually could have a, a lot of their team back. Interesting. Yeah,
0: they could. I
1: agree with you. I don't
0: think they need Brown. They definitely don't need Brown. Um, but, I mean, as far as retaining the rest and just kind of building up, I don't know what kind of draft capital uh, the Bucks are even sitting on right now. Obviously, they get the last pick of the first round. Um, and or if they gave away a bunch of stuff. Um, so what about that? All right. Well, if they're going to look similar, what about the Chiefs? Well here, um, possibility. I don't even know. Like if Damian Williams says that he wants to come, he's opting in for next season. I mean, is he the running back? Obviously you've got Clyde Edwards Hilaire. Are they in a tandem role? Like how does Pat Mahomes rebound from all of this, this big loss? I mean, come on.
1: I think Mahomes rebounds. I'm not worried about him at all. I think he has the mentality and a perspective. And in the long run, you might look back on this and say, you know what, this, was probably a good thing for him. You now, Mahomes has not had it easy, but he has not really dealt with any adversity in the NFL. He even brought it up in his press conference. You know, he, I don't think he's lost a game in the NFL by double digits. I mean, this was by far the biggest ass-kicking he's ever got. Uh, it might I'm not sure about college, too. I thought I saw something on that. But, yeah, he just hasn't lost a lot. And I put out a stat yesterday going into yesterday's game. He was 6-1 and one in the playoffs. He never lost a game in regulation. The one game he lost was that AFC championship game against New England. Where it was tied and in overtime, New England won the coin toss, marched down the field. And there's no doubt in my mind, if the Chiefs won the coin toss, they were going to win that game. Because New England had no answers for Kansas City in the second half. So, uh, he's not used to this. And, you know, it's a wake-up call. Uh, Not not that he needed it, but, you know, it just shows him, hey, uh, in the blink of an eye, uh, you could just turn, turn, things can turn bad. And how do you respond from that? So, I'm not worried about Mahomes at all. He'll bounce back in a big way. Uh, interested to see if they, you know, do they add another receiver? Um, you know, Sammy Watkins is too banked up. Um, Cole Harman, has been okay, but he's made mistakes. You know, do they add another weapon here? But, you know, Tyreek Hill is going to be back. Kelsey's going to be back. You know, CH will be probably their main back. I don't, I haven't heard anything about Damian Williams or whether he's coming back. Uh, they'll obviously have to fortify the offensive line. Uh, but yeah, I, I still think they're going to be good. It's a quarterback driven league. You have Patrick Mahomes. Uh, They'll still be fine. And they're the early favorite to go back. Uh, I don't know why you would bet it now, unless you find like favorable numbers and you like something. I mean, I don't see the point to bet now, but you know, those lines are out there for those who want it.
0: It's amazing that odds are out there. Somebody asked me about, uh, you know, on Sirius XM, I was going to, you know, when when was I going to tap into 2022 uh, or 2021 futures for NFL? I'm like, the the Super Bowl is barely over and you're already asking me about next season. Like come right? on. I know. Come on. Can't I even enjoy just a little bit? I'm I'm listen, I get it. I know that you're like neck deep in, in in hoops. I'm really enjoying my comeback to hockey but I'm fucking charged up for baseball. Like really charged up. Excuse me. I got, you know, obviously I'm I'm gonna continue I'm gonna pare down on the leagues that I do. So I'm not doing, you know, I don't even know, 15, 16 leagues or whatever it is. Really focus on it. I, I'm telling you, we're not in the same leagues, but I I feel multiple uh multiple fantasy alarm championships coming in, in tout and labor.
1: Yeah, I hope so. I mean, I'm starting to feel the itch too. I'm um, in the middle of a NFBC champion, saw a draft champions leagues now. I know I got a lot of drafts coming up, man. I got Labor Mixed League Auction, Tout Mixed League Draft. Uh, So they're going to come fast and furious. TGFBI, you're in that again, aren't you? Or no? I am in that. Yes, 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 yes. League 27. I got
0: to be honest with you, man. I think with the exception of Clay Link from Rotowire, I don't think I recognized another person who was in my league. I don't know how I ended up like that,
1: but uh Clay Link's an excellent player. I Clay think he, Link won the, is a yeah, he won the phenomenal player. He won the overall two years ago of TGFBI.
0: He won the overall two years ago. I finished right behind him in um a couple of serious XM leagues. Uh yeah, I do enough leagues with Clay Link to know what kind of a player he is. So, you know, but see that's the thing is like I've I've played against Clay and that's all fine and dandy, but these others, um I don't know. Like, I've got to like figure it out. Usually, I I know more people uh, in leagues, so I know you know who they like, who they favor. Now I got to go and li- like listen to a billion podcasts and uh, and and read a whole bunch of websites to see exactly what I'm stacking up against.
1: Yeah, I think in mine too, I didn't recognize a lot of people either. So, uh, it I guess it's good and bad. I don't know yeah, whatever. I don't care at this point. I mean, I, I'm not I, I don't have the time to spend researching my opponents in TGFbi for a free league. no disrespect to anyone. Um, I want to win it. Uh, and I won my league the first year. Uh, but, yeah, I don't really have the time at this point to be researching my opponents. interesting, interesting. I'll just go with the flow and uh, and that's it. Yeah. I mean, where uh, does well,
0: I listen? I, I, I mean, I'm not going to sit here and like spend, you know, countless hours oh, know, researching them as opposed to the people. But yeah, I like, I like knowing who I'm going up against. I like, I like to know who, like, you know, give, who's the cocky son of a bitch who thinks that he's got like the best read on pitching. Right. Like, I mean, who thinks he's the next, you Saris, you know, and, and that's To me is is something that I like to check out because you know what, because our industry is so saturated with with so many podcasts and websites and, and, you know, everybody wants to be on the content side that, you know, there are some people you're like, okay, this is a person, you know, I'm reading their stuff and it's like, okay, this is very elementary, very, you know, introductory type stuff. Um, they're kind of reading some, you know, some numbers a little bit incorrectly here. Okay. So I know what level this person's at. And then you read some other stuff and you're like, Ooh, all right, Ooh, oh, you know? And so, you know, that that's somebody who you need to kind of pay attention to for the most part, the people who are giving out that, you know, intense analysis, that good analysis, the established analysis, um, that's, you know, kind of, kind of what I'm eyeballing there. So You know, please believe me, there's plenty of time. Pitchers and catchers haven't even reported yet, Adam.
1: I know. It's true. But, no, I don't be here before you know it, man. Uh, I know it seems early. It's February 8th. But I feel like you got to be ready to go by the beginning of March. I mean, it depends on when your drafts are. But TGFBI is a slow draft that starts March 1st. Labor, I believe, uh, I got a tentative date on my labor draft. Seems like March 5th. Tout's March 9th. Uh, so yeah, before you know it, um, I haven't, not sure if I'm doing NFBC auction yet, but if that happens, it's March 21st. Um, yeah, I got my home league. I got to set up the GST baseball draft. So it's going to be here before you know it, man. Um, it seems like it's early. Oh, it's February 8th. We'll be at March 1st in in a blink of an eye.
0: But is GST the same people for baseball and football?
1: No, different. The only people that are the same are like, uh, there's a few, Chris McCarroll's in it, me, uh, I think Billy Hayes who was also in it. Um, so it's not all the same.
0: Okay. I just didn't know if I was making an extra commitment when I joined up uh, for football. No,
1: there's no commitment. I mean, if you want a spot, let me know. Uh, I know we have at least one opening uh, right now, uh, but I have to, of course, you know, I said the message, hey, who's coming back? And like five people answer. Like, I... I <laughs> I specifically say, please let me know as soon as possible if you're in or out. Like, and I guarantee you, I'll email these guys and they'll be like, oh, yeah, I'm in. Like, well, why didn't you answer the first email I sent last week? That's the, you know, annoying shit of being a commissioner that you have to deal with. But, you know, you know that going in.
0: Yeah, you know, you would think that after a while when it's the same people or it's industry people that it would be less. But it's not. It's not even close. Like, I deal with more shit from, from analysts in, in like serious XM leagues. That's why like, I, you know, I made that mistake, uh, years ago, you know, when I was like, you know, trying to, you know, be in Matt Deutsch's good graces and he'd say, you know, Oh, well, you know, I, uh, Howard, I'm really not able to commission this league. And what do you think about doing it for me? And I was like, Oh yeah, sure. I'll commission this league. No problem. Um, <laughs> And it's amazing, amazing how few people read the rules, how some people dissect the rules too much and are huge pains in the ass. I mean, it is how many people miss the draft date, how many people don't respond to their emails like it's it's crazy. Like, I know that, you know, I I try to stay on top of all my email and stuff like that. But like if it's stuff like, you know, are you in or are you out? I mean, that shit's a no brainer. You, you, you shouldn't, you shouldn't need time to think about that. You're either, you're either in or you're either out. No, there's no in between here. Um, you know, can't be like, Oh, well, let me take a look at my other leagues and see what I ha-. No, in or out. That's it.
1: Yeah. I mean, pretty simple, right? Like yes or no. Um, if you want to go, well, I'm not sure when's a draft date. Okay, fine. I get that, you know, uh, cause we haven't set them on a the draft date yet, but You should just say, yeah, I'm definitely coming back, you know, when the draft is, yeah, blah, blah, you know, all that stuff. And uh, it's amazing that sometimes uh, you got to like pull teeth and send seven emails. And I'm not going to wait anymore, man, because um, there's there's always a demand. There's always people who want to be in. So you want to be pretty gracious about it and give everyone an opportunity. But if you're not answering One, two emails, then that's it. You know, like, all right, move on. And they'll be like, wait, what happened? When's the draft? Well, I sent you two emails. Oh, I didn't get it. Really? Okay. Same email as last year, right? The one that I've been sending the last few years. You didn't get it? (laughs) (laughs) That's
0: that's the worst. It really, really is the worst. Um, Well, you know, I mean, I appreciate the, uh, if I want a spot, then let you know. I I just don't. You know what? I'm automatically going to say no, because. As much as I'd like to, I don't want to add another league. I think I already have my hands full with one, two, three, four, five, six. The seven that I've got right now. Jesus. I don't I, blame
1: you. I, I know. already get
0: to be seven. And I, I, think I, me I too. And, and I'm sure somebody's going to, you know, I'm going to have to do like a serious XM host league, right?
1: You don't have to. Oh,
0: you're right. I don't have to. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but I don't Look. I, I don't mind doing them, but honestly, though, like what is I don't I don't want to sound fucked up, but like I've won them before. What does it do? I don't get shit. I don't get a prize. Don't get recognition. And then you got some people who do it to be on the radio and then they don't follow their teams. And then it's an excuse of, oh, well, I got busy. Yeah, I'm not busy. So I had all this time in the world. And the way I am, this is the problem. I will never do that shit. Sign up for a league and then ignore it. It's not in me, man. My name's on it. I don't care uh, if there's no money. So that's why I need to say I can't. I'm not doing it because if I'm in, I'm all the way in. And then I'm wasting, not wasting time. I don't know how to put it because I don't want to sound like cocky or arrogant. Like I don't appreciate being in those leagues because I do. I just feel like if other people are not going to take it seriously and they just want to come on there To be on the radio and talk about that draft and not follow it is kind of disrespectful. And then people could say, oh, well, yeah, you won that league, but like four people didn't play. So now all my hard work gets diminished because of some fucking assholes who don't want to pay attention. So that's kind of the way I feel about that shit now. Um, I kind of do it. To be honest, the reason why I do it is Matt Deutsch asked me to do it. I feel bad because, you know, he's been pretty good to me. Not lately, but, you know. uh, (laughs) 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 Hopefully he's not listening. I love you, Matt. Uh, For for the most part, he's been good to me. So if he says, hey, I need you in this, then I feel like I I owe it to him. But I really don't see the point of doing them anymore. Like, what, you know, do you know what I'm trying to say? Like, I'm not trying to be a dick about it, but like, I just don't see the point to it. If I'm going to invest all my time. And it really goes for not. You get an email. Hey, congrats to this person. Adam won the league. And that's it. It's done. And then you got people who, you know, will play for a month or two. And then that's their excuse. Oh, well, yeah, you know, I got busy and I couldn't No, your team sucked. Let's be honest. Your team sucked. You knew it right away. And now by not checking your team or paying attention, you got a, a crutch to fall on. And I hate that shit. So that's part of why I'm sour on those leagues. Yeah. And listen, I I
0: actually, I agree with you. I I've had this conversation, Craig mission, <laughs> Craig, is that you? <laughs> Cause I've actually, I've had that conversation with him over and over again. People who have like, you know, quit on leagues. Um, and yeah, all of a sudden, you know, you get to the second half of the season and and the bottom five teams uh, they don't even look at, they don't even set their lineup, which like, which, which definitely pisses me off too, because you know, like, You know, I do leagues and it's like, okay, if shit happens and and the team falls apart, you still got to set that lineup, you know, football, baseball, whatever the case may be. um, You know, I'm not saying you got to sit there and go out. If you're going to if you're going to tank your team, tank your team, but at least check in on it once a week to make sure it's a legal lineup and that you're fine, that, you know, there's there's nothing
1: crazy with that, but yeah. And then you got definitely crying. I think
0: that's why he's doing does not doesn't he do prizes now? Doesn't he do uh
1: No nah, there was no prize for baseball last year. As far as I know for football sometimes there is, but for baseball it's like, uh yeah, whatever. But that the and the thing is then people will say, Well yeah, you know, I don't I don't make it a daily league. It's a weekly league and they still can't check in. Right. So like what's the excuse? Yeah. Yeah. it's just annoying, man. So and there's nothing on the line. And there is nothing on the line.
0: That's that's definitely I mean,
1: the thing. Is that like you got to? What's that? So, TGFBI last year. I was middle of the pack. I knew like I mean yeah, it was a two month season, but I knew like yeah, this team just doesn't have it. I set my line up every week. I work waivers. I spent all my fab. I'm not gonna let people walk away with the title. Like you have a, your my name's on it. So yeah, I'm not gonna win the league, but I'm gonna do my best to spoil it for other people or to move up, you know, you could say, well, what's the difference between 10th or 7th or 6th? It's not even that. It's trying to the end. You're supposed to you're in a league like everything I do in life is the same way. And people will be like, oh, well, it's not for money. I got busy. Well, do you, are, are you in this industry? Like, are you trying to make a name for yourself? Like, I don't understand. Like how you can just I, I've never done it. I've just never done it. You've played in leagues with me. Even serious XM, uh, football league this year. I didn't make it. I mean, I feel it's like a game back. Fought to the end. I wasn't giving up. I was actually in position to make the playoffs, and I think the last week or two was bad. But I'm playing to the end for, for everything. I could be near the bottom. Uh, I'm going to play to the end. Same thing in Tower Wars. So I, it happens in Tower Wars, too. And I don't know why. You get penalized, fab, if you don't finish well. And people don't care about the next year. It's just... I don't know. It's kind of mind boggling to me, but it's just not in me. So I know if I sign up to any of the leagues, even if it's not for money, my name's on it, I'm going to put my all in. And then I kind of feel in a way I'm wasting my time. Yeah.
0: Well, I got you. I got you. Listen, it makes complete sense. If you're, if, if you're not, you know, if if, if your heart's not into it, whether or not, if there's, you know, I mean, I get with you as far as like the, the serious XM leagues, um, you know, you, you do them because you're, you're new on the radio, you want to be on the radio, you want to do the ad analysis. Um, I, you know, again, I, I prefer to, to do the, the, the play by play of a draft than to actually be in the draft sometimes, um, for those leagues, because that's just, you know, the, you know, the, the way it is, uh, you know, because you're right, there isn't a whole lot there. And it is a bummer when like half the field, uh, drops out of it, you know? Um, which is so funny, too, because when, you know, when, when they get somebody who uh, is at the bottom and is still making moves, right, to like, you know, better themselves to, to do that, then they start pissing and moaning. Then all of a sudden you get some people uh, who like, you know, who, who wonder if like you're in cahoots with somebody. Like, why are you making moves right now? Why are you doing this? Why are you going after this guy for free agency? Uh, and, and shit like that. I made trades in tout two years ago. At the end because oh, I remember I was gonna, that.
1: Yeah. I, I was gonna that. screw
0: up on the uh on the on the innings minimum, right? I wasn't mm-hmm. gonna make it. So I ended up making trades of players who I don't give a shit about, but knowing that I'm gonna get back a handful of starters who I know are gonna help me get to that innings minimum. And what happened? I get like, you know, I, like like professionals uh whining and crying like it's like a like a like a home league with your buddies. Uh, you know, and and piss them on about talking about the, the integrity of the uh, bullshit. Read the fucking rules. I can do what I want, right? I can right. make you,
1: these it, trades. You had a justification for doing it. That's the bottom line. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, but I just you know what it is. I mean, and one of the reasons that I, I I don't like industry leagues is that you know yeah, aside from people who drop out of it, but the people who sit there who are at the top, they're like that's the thing. Like, you know, anybody who's out there who's listening right now, we're no different than you and people react the way people react. And it doesn't matter if you work in this industry or not. If you feel like you're, your lead is being threatened or something like that, you either do one of two things. You either work your ass off to make sure it doesn't happen, right? Or you whine and cry like a little bitch and you just assume that somebody's trying to cheat the system or cheat you. And like, that's, that, that's the aspect that really bums me out the most, because I, I would think that in a, in an industry, in a professional league, that that would not be the case. And, and that's, that's definitely a bummer for me.
1: Yeah. I mean, again, tell words, you get penalized the next season, you know, where you finish due to fab. I don't know how it works in the auction league. What's the penalty?
0: You, a, lose a,
1: you lose a chunk of it, fab. Yeah. If it's you finish by like, a certain amount of points you finish below, right?
0: Yeah, if you finish a certain amount of points below, you lose like two fifty for this much. You lose five hundred for that much.
1: Right. Yeah, okay, yeah, it's the same thing, even if it's an auction, because um, the fab's the same. It's a thousand dollars fab for for all leagues. But yeah, um, so you, you they, and I think they do that to incentivize people to play to the end. So I'm all for it. You know, um, should that's how it should be. Um, if you want to keep people motivated for next season so i have no problem with that rule and yet you'll still see some people i don't think it's a lot maybe it's one or two i don't know what you've seen in your leagues but there's always one or two teams that kind of don't look as interested or don't check their teams as much late in the year
0: really just gets my undies in a bundle here adam i'm not gonna lie
1: Yes, nah, right. Me too, man. I, I look, I just, I think in any league, it should be a whole, even in paying leagues. I mean, you do see it in some leagues where money's on the line too. So it's not just that I, I don't know how you quit. I just don't. I mean, I don't know. I've never been 70 points behind first. So maybe I'm speaking from a perspective <laughs> that I'm not familiar with. Um, so I guess that's pretty demoralizing. Let me, let me tell you, Adam,
0: let me tell you a little story about being one in 15. Let me tell you a little bit about that in football.
1: Yeah, I mean, but even in football, there's no excuse for that because you can just set your lineup every week. It doesn't take much time. Uh, you know what I'm saying? It's like a short season. So, you know, play spoiler, you know, have some pride. Yeah, I mean, I know it sucks when you look up and you have one win, but I don't know, man. I'm just just a play to the end type person. It doesn't no. matter. I, I even if there's no money on the line, it's just a, a pride factor, you know. And you owe it to the rest of the league, too, because you would, especially in football. I mean, imagine you needed a, a team to lose or or something, and they're playing a team that just doesn't even set their lineup, and they got, like, two injured guys in their lineup. I mean, come on, man. Like, how would you feel? So, I, I feel like you just have to set your lineup every single week, no matter what, even in baseball. I know it's tough in September, man. You're out of it. I mean, I was. TGF, yeah, I was out of it in September. I mean, I knew – I was light on a couple of categories. So I knew I had no shot. Didn't matter. I'm still setting my lineup. I'm still working fab. And look, you could, if you don't want to work fab as much on a Sunday, you go, well, you know what? I got no shot. I don't want to spend the 10, 15, 20 minutes whatever's on fab. I got no problem with that. I just have a, a competition problem. So I have to do it. I feel like, well, you know, I got to fight to the end. So I do it, but it, I'm not even asking that, but at least set your lineup, at least pay attention. I mean, don't have like four guys who are on the injured list. And your lineup—is it really that difficult to take them out and put someone healthy in? But it's a problem that continues forever. But it's to me, it's even worse than the industry leagues, uh, and and maybe there has to be more on the line. I don't know, but uh, just take for me—if my name's on it, I take pride in it, and I don't want to see my—I na- don't want to see my name at the bottom. Just don't.
0: You know, I think we can blame for all of this, Adam. Who cool. I don't mean to, you know, have to single out a person or call them out for anything, just blame in general. I'm not even saying that this person quits on a league, I'm just saying that this is the person who I want to make the full scapegoat for why I don't like playing in industry leagues. Uh, and that's Nando Defino.
1: Oh, I thought I was about to say good times, but <laughs> now, you're, now you're coming at me with some bull. Uh, I almost cursed. Uh, I never do that though, so. <laughs> I thought you were my friend, Bender. What happened?
0: Anything to pull out the Nando DeFito impression. <laughs> Anything. <laughs> Good time. Well, because, you know, like, the funny thing is, like, I can sit here and I can piss and moan about industry leagues and stuff like that, but, I mean, there's genuine love for so many in our industry, right? Like, I mean, I'm sure that, that there are a ton of people who I still love who have been guilty of, of quitting on leagues or some people you know who you know who don't but overall i still dig the industry man there's i, I don't think there's anybody out there who i like really genuinely like can't stand oh, oh yeah. wait no no yeah. there's one
1: person Never mind. there's one person. <laughs> yeah no it's for the most part yeah it's it's pretty good but uh it just happens too much that people do give up on leagues and uh it's a problem, it Here's a problem. The, it, if the argument is, well, it's not for money and I have more important leagues, simple. Don't fucking join. I mean, really, why are you joining for then? Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm serious. There's so well, many people that will and join f- these for the most part, for, for the most part,
0: and this is this is why you did it, is that, yeah, for, for them that, but if you know that this always happens, why are you joining that? Uh, which is why I guess you're shying away and I'm actually shying away from it as well.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think I, I think our football league this year pretty much everyone played to the end, if I recall correctly. I think it was pretty proactive everyone, so it wasn't a problem with that. Baseball, you know what it is, especially with a 6-month season. You know, oh, well, I got to do football now. Yeah, I don't fucking do football. I don't do basketball, you know? And don't tell me it's cuz I'm not married with kids. Well, that is a that is a bonus. And it's a bonus, but it's I didn't tell anyone to get married and have kids. Don't. No, yeah, thanks. it's not my fault. <laughs> if it's too, again, if it's too much, don't play. It's simple. You don't have to accept the invitation. It's not a requirement. You don't want to play in tout. Don't don't play in late. There's plenty of people that want to get in. I've, I've written, and I'm sure you have, I've written recommendations for people over the last couple of years of people dying to get in. There's plenty of people who will jump in and take your spot. Yeah. You know, just don't join if you don't have the time.
0: Yeah, wow. Do you actually write recommendations no, or do you I just recommend to, a
1: name? I think uh, do you do you have to write like something short for tout? I don't I'm, well, I'm I don't right?
0: know because I you know they you know tout's doing that new league, right? right. You saw mm-hmm. the email, yeah. So I sent them a, a message saying, Hey, listen, if you're looking for new people, new touts, whatever, then here you go. You know, I mean I, I figure that's that's me recommending somebody. Do I you know, I just wrote that, you know anybody who I would actually recommend for tau, you know, and i'm am I'm, I'm, I'm writing this to the tout board, which these are guys who I know and I've known for you know almost twenty years now. Um, you know, I just I, I feel like that's enough. you know the the spirit of tau, promote the stuff like you want, tau to really take this league, you know seriously and 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 you know and and really just are, are coveting it. You know, that's uh, that's those are the only type of people I'm going to recommend. I'm not going to recommend somebody, who's you know, even remotely think is going to half ass it. So I've never really like written out anything. I'm just been like, hey, you should check these guys out. It'd be really fucking good for tout.
1: Yeah, I don't remember. It might have been a few sentences or something. I don't know. I forgot. But people did come to me, and say, hey, can you give me a recommendation to get into tout wars? And I said, how much are you going to pay me for that? And I got the check.
0: Nice.
1: <laughs> nice.
0: Has there been somebody who asked you to get them into tout that you've said no? Yes. Did you tell them that, you would, that, you're, that your answer is no? Or did you just say, I'll see what I can do?
1: No, I said, you're not good enough. I can't <laughs> recommend you. Mm. You want to know who it is? I'll say it. Uh, sure. Justin Fensterman. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs>
0: i was just gonna be like oh yeah i could see that fence
1: (laughs) nah he hasn't asked to get it to tell but has there
0: been somebody that you've said no to
1: no it was a couple i think uh, two people asked me and i was like all right fine you suckers (laughs) it's like you got to win the league then don't disappoint me Right.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Well, so I got. That's why I got to get my ass in gear and get my tout championship uh, this season because I've already got one in labor. So now I need to get one in fucking tout.
1: Yeah, I need one in labor because I had it last year. I had a twenty point lead the whole year, and the last week blew it. That that shit hurt, man. I know it was a two month season, but it was just to be up the entire way, pretty much. I think I was in first place, like. I don't know, every day except four. And it was like the last four days, so that sucked. Um, and tout, I got to get back. It's been, uh, I won two back-to-back. And I uh, think I've not won now for, is it three years? Oh, you got to write the ship, buddy. Yeah, I mean, I keep finishing like second or third or fourth. I think last year was fourth. I actually got to first place with a week left. And then the team just absolutely tanked. It was a real tight race. Um, but yeah, Usually it's me and Rudy Gamble. I think I won two years in a row. He won two years in a row. And I think Scott White from CBS took it last year. So um, Ray Murphy does well. Maybe Ray Murphy won it two years ago. Um, But yeah, it's usually me, Rudy, Ray Murphy, and then Scott White came in and did well. So there's some good competitors up near the top. So uh, pretty fun league. And I I guess last year was different because it's two months. But hey, championship's still a championship, right? The league played, it counts.
0: yeah. It's so funny, man. I've actually, I think I've only been doing tout for four tout and labor for four years, five years, maybe four, because I mean, it was so funny because I never, you know, I just assumed that the whole thing was like invite only. And so, you know, I was, I was like, all right, I'm just going to do my thing. And if they invite me, great. If they don't, then fine. I remember having a conversation, I think with, uh, I think it was, it was, I think I was talking to Gardner and Jeff Erickson at the same time. Maybe it was Gardner and Zola at the same time. And, uh, I I don't remember. I I think I made some like crack about it being like, you know, well, you know, uh, you know, maybe one day you guys will stop fearing me and you'll invite me into your, you know, into your, you know, your little games and stuff like that. And, and I, and I was genuinely. I think it was Gardner who said to me, "He's like, oh, do you, are you interested in joining?" And I was like, "Yeah, of course I'm interested in joining." He's like, "Well, you've never asked," and I'm like, "I didn't realize I was supposed to ask." So yeah, I was like, I, never... "I was like, I could have been doing this shit for twenty years if I just asked." I figured you guys were like, "Okay, when, when Bender's established himself enough that you like invite him." And I was like, right, you know, whatever. And I just never really like thought about it too much. And then all of a sudden I had that conversation with them. And right then and there, it was like, Zola was like, you know, Zola was like, oh, well, we're doing the uh, the the whatever that new, that head-to-head league was
1: that they were doing.
0: Yeah. We're looking for people. And Gardner brought me into, uh, I think he brought me into Mixed one year, the, the first year, and then I moved over to NL only like uh, the following season. Or two seasons later. Yeah. And then I won. And I went wire to wire. And I haven't done that in tout. So I need to do that. Well, you better do it. Well, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. All right. So there you go. So let's see. We've wrapped the Super Bowl. We've looked ahead. We've talked some, what? I don't know. Our competitive natures and, and how much we hate industry leagues. Uh, good, good, solid Super Bowl wrap up there. So uh, that's going to do it for us here tonight on Anti Up. Got uh, lots to talk about throughout the week, so stick around and uh, and, and look for more episodes. Uh, obviously, coming out daily from Adam and myself. So big thank you to all you for subscribing and listening. Big thanks to those, Adam Ronis. I'm Howard Bender. This has been Anti Up, and we'll catch you next time.